What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode 22 of the Bottom Line Podcast. Today we have a very special guest. It's Johnny, and uh, he's joining us from Los Angeles, California. Wow, wow, that's awesome! Welcome on, welcome to the show, man. for us, fellas. How's it going? <laughs> I wish I was on the West Coast right now. Fuck, fuck the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm originally from the East Coast, so. So, Johnny, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Where are you from? Uh, how old are you? Give us a little bit about your background. I was born in Coral Springs, Florida, in '94. Then uh, my dad got a job in Atlanta. I jumped up there, so I really always tell people that I grew up in Atlanta because I don't really have anything in common with anyone from, you know, Boca Raton area. <laughs> so, but like, yeah. So then, um, graduated. And then I uh, jumped out to L.A. after my book came out uh, in January of 2017. There we go. Awesome. Technically, technically December 31st, but, you know, I was off by a day. So I would just say January 2017. <laughs> where'd you go to school? Uh, Georgia Southern University. Represent. Nice. 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 Awesome. So why don't, you, uh, why don't you talk a little bit about that book? Oh, okay. It's called Mr. Shit. <laughs> Ducks, don't, don't look it up. Uh, but it got me my start, at least in like print. And then I, uh, kind of moved on from there. My, you know, I went to school to be a screenwriter and, uh, you know, th those get shopped all over the world. So I figured I'd do something a little bit different and, and use my connections and social media to try and like self-publish something. It did okay. You know, it got me through some, uh, the royalties really got me through some good times. You know, it's enough money to sit on a bar stool here and there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But, uh, and then after that, I started, you know, doing the whole studio thing, working my way up from being a PA to now I'm a script supervisor. Oh, I will, you know, on freelance shit. I'm not on staff or anything, but it's been cool, man. You know, just, you know, taking fun jobs. Uh, just got back from Boston, actually, working yeah, yeah. on Primrose. Hell yeah, man. That's <laughs> I, I, I really wanted to help out, like, as an extra, but they, the timing was, I work full time, unfortunately. So I, right. you know, I just couldn't, uh, my schedule didn't allow for it, but how was that experience for you? Oh, we lost them. Uh, I gotta say my life, uh, yeah. just kidding, you know, I'm a big fan of John's as you can imagine. Uh, <laughs> as are we, <laughs> <laughs> he's a fun dude. And everyone that was on the set, you know, usually when you're working on, on a set really anywhere, uh, you don't get that kind of chemistry or, you know, it's a, it's a different environment. It, it, and, you know, like when everyone gets along, it's almost like you're just hanging out and you're unified, but under that common goal to actually get this shit done because we're going to shoot the entire thing in two weeks. Yeah. So it was like, we were all like in this together. Like, let's just make this happen. Mm. And, and what that, a better, what a better city to do it in than Boston. Boston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, How so, do you <laughs> sorry sorry what are you gonna say oh no man i was just gonna say like some of the dudes that were on location you yep. like literally like they lived in the house that we shot at they became some of my really good friends Tried to, uh, uh got everyone else to split but you know you wanna, gonna... <laughs> sorry man uh we lost you for oh, a second you oh really yeah yeah um where was the last time you guys had me i was on on location on set yep. I, yeah I was on on that location? Yeah. Weird. Am I uh, getting another call? 
who else could possibly call? All right. <laughs> Weird. Okay, whatever. That's all right. Um, so like uh yeah, on on location, man, like we just uh met all these like we call it we when we first got there, we called the Boston market because these guys were just Boston personified. Like mm-hmm. I mean, just like total bro culture, but we I fit in immediately. And then like uh so the three dudes that like party with me mainly was Mark Davenport, Steve fucking joey like man like uh i came back in because i left my phone charger mm. and earlier when we were on set the guy was like yo man why don't you come grab a beer with us tonight so i came back in and grabbed my phone charger and i was like is that beer still a thing and, and he's like dude we're going out and we would be <laughs> offended if you didn't come out with us so that started the legend of mish i got oh. like this nickname while we were out there nice. and uh these guys are fucking hilarious and then because of that now john kilmer calls me mish too <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like you built some nice relationships while you're over there oh yeah man and i so don't but yeah <laughs> what uh let's just talk about john for a second and um because like we kind of mentioned before he all kind of means a little bit to us in different ways when was the first time you kind of heard of him and then like how did he catch your eye and then like what do you look at him now as you're developing your career a little bit looking at him what what are you learning from him well obviously like a lot of people like uh we all got turned on to him in uh with touring's boring you know on youtube and this was back when i was in college uh my whole fraternity used to watch it pretty much you know what i mean Mm-hmm. um and then like so after that we like you know i kind of stuck in my head and obviously i got into the you know into mike stud at that point right mm-hmm. and then uh through the course of time i started like you know i started like watching their music videos and i was like oh this is pretty cool and then this is mike stud came out on esquire for a while esquire was still like a thing basically <laughs> and that was cool and that was actually right before i moved out and i'm like you know one of these days it'd be cool to meet the dude you know <laughs> yeah yeah. So then uh, about a year after I moved out, my manager and my best friend since high school, Stuart Webb, he uh, he like shot something out over Twitter to John because he was hiring for four of the homies, you know, uh, Johnny yep. Menzel's clothing company that they're supporting him with. Mm-hmm. And like uh, he brought Stu on board and then uh, Stu helped out with them for a couple months while they were up and running before now they're like getting ready for the, the album. Coming out and going on tour. Oh, I can't then, fucking wait. And John mentioned the movie. And <laughs> you sent me uh, we lost you again, man. You back? <laughs> Did I just cut out again? Yeah. Just... You're good now. You're good. I'm good now? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Um. where would I leave off? No, they were just getting ready to pump all the album out and getting it out there. Um, exactly. what, what, um, so what, so now that you've kind of gained a little bit of a relationship with him, what do you kind of see from him that you use in your own work or what can you learn? What do you learn from him? I really appreciated the atmosphere he brought on set. Like aforementioned, like I said that you don't see that kind of chemistry on set very often where it's fun. It's just people hanging out, um, really getting shit done. But you know, the the atmosphere is so casual that, I mean, you can't beat something like that, especially in this industry. And so, you know, now that I, I've, I just got, a, I got like funding for a screen test that we're working on in two weeks right now, I'm doing all the pre-pro for it. And like, uh, I, that's something that I really admired. I'm going to bring that to my set, you know, over, awesome. over, yeah. over the next like two, three months. So, um, I'm, you know, I'm really hoping that I can bring that like, cause why else are we working here, man? Why am I right. out here? If I, yeah. <laughs> if 
I can't work work and like work the way I want to work, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's also pretty dope to like work with the people that inspire you, especially if you're at an arm's reach or pretty close to them, and then be able to kind of translate the information you get from them into your own thing, you know, because that's kind of how I started my business. Um, I started a clothing brand, always up to something, and um, and I basically started off of literally taking information from the people that inspired me and then running it through my filters and then shooting it out the other end. And that's what I ended up with, you know? So yeah, John, totally. Mike, John Geiger, Davin Gentry, uh, Bobby Holbert. Like I, I have watched them for the past year and, and just translated their information and then, and then kind of did my own thing with it. So that's why I was so curious to, to, cause you're kind of, a young entrepreneur in your own right with your own, in your own media and your own uh, in your own field um so yeah i was interested to see uh what working firsthand because you know john inspires me but i'm not a photographer i'm not a videographer i'm not a um a producer director uh like so he he does his own thing so i was very interested to make sure i asked you um about like because you're in the same kind of realm as him um like what you're what you're kind of pulling from him uh, when you work on your own projects. So that's, Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's so cool. Yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm. It's a very cool experience, and, and hopefully in the future we all get to work together again. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, that's I'm, you build those great those great relationships that. That's awesome. Man. I had a clothing company in college for a couple of years. Oh, awesome! That's cool. Um, and what? Uh, and what? what were you doing with that or, or was it just uh just something you were doing here and there it was a way to get beer money that's what it always comes down to right? <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah my fraternity brother and i had a company called uh easy living he had started it a little bit before i had joined in but then i was like let's do what we can and it was cool it was a really good experience i at the time we would promote on like vine mm -hmm. and stuff so i would get like um know like popular viners to like you know for example like parker barton was like a uh, like a baseball player uh -huh. for, uh, i want to say bama oh whatever you know you can look him up you could probably figure that out but he was an amazing singer and like he had a good following and i got him to like wear my stuff i've like you know i reached out to like a bunch of random people uh i talked to logan paul before he was famous over email <laughs> that was pretty cool he totally shut me down though on the offer <laughs> well you know you gotta reach out you gotta extend your hand yeah <laughs> Um, so you, you said you learned from about John through the whole touring, boring and everything, Absolutely. Um, but we here obviously are massive Mike Stunt fans and we talk about it every week and, um, it's, it's pretty much the main vibe that covers our whole podcast. So why don't, if you could just get into like a little bit about Mike and maybe like some things you like about him when you first heard him, uh, you mentioned that. Obviously, when the touring born were coming out, so it sounds like you were a fan from uh, from the get go or pretty early. Totally. Uh, yeah. So, so just like me and uh, Kyle. So, just how antsy are you for this fucking album to drop? Because yeah, I'm about I, ready. Again, <laughs> whatever it was. Do was was working with uh, on uh, for the homies, and then you know just even like hearing little snippets uh, over the past two weeks about it from John. Like I'm. Yeah, I'm uh it's about time. It's about fucking oh, time, right? <laughs> You're telling me, bro. You're telling me. I've been like we uh, literally I was like, "All right, it's dropping this month. It's definitely dropping this month." Nope. It's <laughs> wait, all right. So maybe it's coming out this cuz they're, you know, they're going he's going to shoot the film. So maybe it's coming out at the end of this month. 
I, I just been like in my mind, just it's been making me go crazy. It's crazy. I totally like, feel you on uh, that. And the snippets too are fucking driving me nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear it like in like the stories and stuff, and you're like, yeah. more man. That's what, what I need. What do you think happened? Like I like, do you think there's something that happened that went wrong that he had to push the album release back? What I think is uh just like everything is getting rights for um, you know, anything like from from actually the you know the features you know actually like uh maybe even the master maybe even you know he has to wait to get like all that shit cleared all i'm understanding is like this especially like in-house like Mm -hmm. it's it's tough it's really tough um and just the way the industry works right now we're like you know you might lease a beat at first to like and not saying this is like how anything goes no no. what they're doing but like if you might lease a beat at first and then if you actually choose to use it you have to buy that thing that might take a little bit We'll yeah, it'll be dope. I can't wait. We got yeah. two new songs coming out and a video this Friday, so something yeah. to look forward to. This oh, no way. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, no, I actually, like, I, I thought it was last Friday, so I, like, looked it up at my buddy. Uh, they're like, oh, I here would, we go. Yeah. But, yeah, I think we might have just gotten the dates wrong. So that's this Friday? Yes, sir. Yep. Okay, cool. Can't wait. <laughs> it's starting <Yeah>. up. <laughs> Everything's starting back up, man. It's going to be a good summer, I'm telling you. Oh, it already has. I mean, for everyone. For everyone, yeah. This month, it's in itself. We got Drake dropping next week. Holy shit! Uh, uh, wait. So, you're the. Cl- uh, I saw two clothing company sponsors when we were like, you know, dressing, um, like actors. Which yeah. one was yours again, man? Always up to something. Um, Always up to something. It was with uh, the palm trees. We're on some. Who's up to wearing right now? Yeah, I'm wearing a shirt right now from it. Um. Oh, it's rocking, man. But yeah, so we saw uh, we saw someone post something on their story real quick. So I'm very excited to see uh, how the product was placed. And, you know, like like I was saying before, from I've had talks with John and um, and actually we're going to uh, hopefully do some work in the future together. Um, Sick. And I'm going to uh, get him on the phone uh, once everything settles down with him. But uh, but just from watching like him work and and he's just so he's very creative and he and he has a very specific like niche that he works in and it's just john it's john's lane you know right. and knocks it out of the park every time when and, and i feel like it's the same thing with foley too i'm a big foley fan like they're both just very good at what they do you know like as much as they with the noise that goes around them and they work for or they work with a uh with a um a high profile person or someone that's gaining profile um but they're really good at what they do so when i'm when i'm sitting and i have a, a brand that's very small and i'm trying to get it off the ground you know i can i can put money into into instagram ads and facebook ads and and all this and i could do and i'm doing exactly what you're saying too where you reach out to the people and you get them to wear post it you know it's all original stuff right but it's like, what are you going to do that's different? What are you going to do to set yourself apart? And what are you going to do to kind of get out to that those different people? So once I heard he's having a movie, I contacted him. And I'm like, listen, I want to send you whatever you need. You let me know and, and, and we'll work it out. Like, I need to get my clothes in your movie because I know it's going to be fucking great. You know, I just I just know that when you work on something, it works. You know, it, it just works. So oh, you yeah. tell me what we got to do and... And I'm gonna make sure that my clothes are at the doorstep waiting for you when you're ready to go. And I said that to him way before the the kickstarter. Once you first said it, I sent him I sent him uh, information. 
Oh um, wow. So like like yeah, and I'm and I'm uh and I've been uh, and I've also contacted them when I started the clothing brand too, just out of showing love, you know, and uh and showing them that I started something based off of their inspiration and uh I I was able to get clothes out to the um house out there so they, they got some stuff. Um but like he just it's just super inspiring. It's like contagious, you know, when, when you, when you're around a guy like John and, and the rest of the guys that work with him. So, um, so if I had the opportunity to get my brand in there, I had to, you know? Oh yeah, no, completely. And it's, you know, it's all about exposure, but, um, totally like a lot of people don't know a lot about social media marketing. And I'm noticing that now, especially because I'd say about 30% of my team's revenue comes from buying and selling uh, social media accounts on a market, a private market called Flipmass. And so when you're promoting or you're paying for these like posts, it's kind of going through like a team or like a group of, of, uh, of owners like us or a network basically. And, um, and not a lot of people have, have access to that. <laughs> a lot of people are just kind of like, so yeah, uh, I definitely like tell anyone that I meet in that's like trying to promote, like, especially like small businesses, like, you know, you have to get in contact with someone who's in a social media network, talking to people that like have, you know, especially for like something that you're doing, you want to get to the point where you're, you're working with an audience of between like half a million to a million people, because you only get maybe 10% of, of, uh, of interactions from that type of audience. And so what you're paying for, you at least want to get, you know, 50, you know, 50,000 impressions, at, you know, at the very least. Right. So, um, you know, definitely, man. Hit me up anytime, <laughs> no, bro. Me and you, viral as well. Stop you, because I was about to be like, "Yo, you gotta stop what you're saying right now." Because I'm after this podcast, we're gonna talk anyway. Oh yeah, cool. I'm all about it. Yeah, definitely. That's that's uh, that's what we do. Yeah, we're gonna make sure we get you some clothes anyway. But um, but yeah, that's so cool. So uh, enough about those guys. I want to hear like, what do you from here going forward? Like uh, you touched upon how you gained all this inspiration and what you worked on, but like, like what's the goal for you? What do you want to grow to? Like, what's the next step? Just like what's from day from right now on this podcast, what are you doing going forward for the next um, year? What, what's your goals, man? Personally, personal goal. I'll go personally before my team. Cause if we're kind of like, we're, uh-huh. you know, I work on, I have a lot of stuff of my own that I'm doing um, right now. Um, I'm working on a book. For, uh, that I'm be pitching to a publishing house, and it's a, one of the bigger ones. You know, it, it'd be like between fifty and one hundred fifty thousand copies, mm-hmm. and that's so why I've worked everything up to this point as a novelist. You know, in that like color of myself. You know, so this is the next step for me because I have the sales um, through social media right now to prove that something that I write would do great with the masses. Now, the edginess is I have to tone it down. So this manuscript I'm writing is. In movie terms or movie ratings, it'd be like I'd say PG thirteen instead of like the hard, you know, hard <laughs> shit. So um, basically, I'm making it like a mass. I'm selling out and making a mass like people pleaser. So really excited about that. You know, selling out is kind of the best part of <laughs> the, the job, right? But uh, no, I mean, I'm actually pretty stoked about it. It's gonna be cool. But then, uh, like large long term goals would be to make a movie my own. Um, I think that'd be amazing. Uh, I'm the issue is, and that's something I want to get on now is I want to be behind the camera more. I think mm-hmm. if I'm ever going to do that, I want to be able to understand every aspect of, you know, I want to play every role on set. I've been, a, you know, I started as a PA. I, I understand like, you know, everything up to that right when you, right before you get above the line, 
but I've also been like an entrepreneur. And then I've also like done producing, um, on like tons of different projects. Um, and then now that I have that experience really, it's just DP work. I'd love to get to know everything about a camera. Um, so that's kind of my next move right now is on the web series we're shooting. I'm going to try and be a, like B cam, like a B cam operator. Um, whenever, like, it's not absolutely necessary, you know, because uh, <laughs> I don't want to screw anything up, but I just want to learn, man. I just want to, like, uh, even, um, John's movie, I noticed that I found myself like, wandering up to, uh, the DP plane and just like asking questions, like, what is this? Like, why when would you use this lens or when, you know what I mean? So yeah. and now and, like, that's why this curiosity is arising. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Yeah, whatever. Whenever that happens, it happens. But now my days as a team right now, uh, we're actually acting in it as well. It's going to be like kind of a mockumentary reality series. <laughs> um, it's going to be fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Can I curse on this? Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> um, what are you, what platform are you going to put it out on? Do you guys, have you not reached that? So I have a, I have a, basically actually my mentor in social media. Um, you know, we're going to start talking about uh, um, for like promoting this like to YouTube Red. Mm -hmm. um, so that'd be like the main move for me. But uh, other than that, like it'd just be on YouTube, you know, yeah, it yeah. just depends on like how much funding I can get because I'm running around like getting sponsors together. Mm -hmm. um, made no contact in LA where I think that I can hit my goal which means I wouldn't have to crowdfund anything, right? Yeah, that's, but that that's, also means... You can raise the money yourself, that'd be lovely. Oh, yeah, no, totally. But the issue is, is that then you run into, like, having to give equity, yep. right? So, because if it's not crowdfunded, then they want, you know, they want their money back or they want, like, a piece of it, you know? <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm at right now. So if I'm going to, like, you know, if I basically do have co-financiers, I want to make sure they don't want to have any direction in it they just trust me enough to make art right yeah. so, so that's, um, that's the goal man but so far so good so far so good at least at least we could get the screen test done yeah that's that's awesome. just like you're saying you know um part of it is having like the the knowledge and 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 uh the intellectual side of of knowing how to do it but like the other part of it is like just getting fucking your hands dirty and your hands behind the camera, like you're saying, and oh, yeah. and getting in there and doing it. And, it, and that's it's, from what you're saying. It sounds like you're you're doing all the exact right stuff, man. It's so cool. Hope so, man. Yeah. Come, you know, I come from Georgia, which honestly is a hot spot right now. But um, for like especially entertainment, but like you know, I, I really had no background in it until I decided that this is something I really wanted to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's so cool, man. To totally off topic, John, but sick tattoo, by the way. Oh, you noticed that? <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> I like that. I want. I want to get something like that this summer for sure. Do it. Yeah. I got drunk with my buddy. Oh, Stu. Got yep. green. But uh, even before we met John or, or anyone in, in Mike's circle, um, we we got wasted in Redondo Beach. Mm -hmm. And if you know L.A., that's like. 40 minutes from Hollywood. And then the only tattoo place that was open was on the boulevard. Mm -hmm. And then we all like went over there and we got it that night, which is like totally ridiculous. So hey, yeah. That, that's probably the only thing that would make me do it if I just getting hammered and going and do it with my buddies or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
yeah, but, yeah it's funny as shit man but i'm a I'm, I'm, I'm glad we got it done. Yeah. It's, now, now I open myself up to tattoos, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, we know, obviously, we spoke about uh, that we all like Mike, but um, what other music do you listen to? What artists uh, are on your playlist? Like, what do you what do you like to get into? Uh, right off the bat, like, um, it's a split between, you know, R&B, rap, mostly. Um, so, like, talking, like, Black Bear, Drake, um who else? Like, I, I, I got back into Mac Miller recently because new shit. You like our boy Pat? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. We got to bring him up because it's so fucking dope that you guys interviewed him recently. Um, cool guy, cool guy. We were just shooting a music video a couple weeks ago, and we just yeah. never got to really talk about it. But I like kept track with his music, and Trap Pat has been lit. Don't you? Agree? Oh, I love that song. Yeah, that's fucking. Yeah, yeah. He did, he did a great job there. Um, but that'd be cool if you two could end up working together. Yeah, he was a great interview, and uh, and hopefully we'll be able to have him back on here. Uh, same thing we do. So why don't uh, why don't you just let everyone know where uh, where they can find you on social media and and like you're saying, um, plug your business and what, whatever you like to say. This is your moment to share whatever you got going on. For sure. Um, uh, you can find me at Johnny Sucks. Lol. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter, <laughs> we love and, it. Um, Snapchat is J Sleaze, J S L E A Z without E. Like you know, most people think it's spelled at the end of it. We get the point. Yeah. Uh, and then is uh, the Road Delta Secret Society, and I can't tell you much about that, but mm-hmm. it's a thing. But that's um, what we look forward to. To be determined. And Prodigal coming out sometime in 2020. Look for it. It's going to be a pretty sellouty book, aforementioned, but all good. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, uh, so can't yeah, wait, man. We'll make sure, Kyle, make sure you uh, type all that stuff in there and uh, make sure all that stuff's plugged up so they know where to catch them. Um, Johnny, yeah, thanks a lot for coming on here. Um, really appreciate of it. Course, uh, yeah. You'll definitely be talking yeah. in the next couple of days. I'll shoot you a message. But, uh, but okay. I like, got it. Yeah, I can't thank you enough. This is awesome. Thanks, Johnny. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on, y'all. All right, so Mike's uh, dropping two new songs and a video this Friday. Um, The Wave, he has tweeted out that The Wave is just about to start. So can we be – are we fully now in the Mike Stud – summer album tour mode is it is it starting right now or friday uh i i think it i think it's i think it's the beginning i think i think that it's a restart let's say it that way i i think it's a it's going to be a restart unfortunately even though we waited a a good amount of time for uh for him to start putting out a whole bunch of stuff but i think this is the, the beginning for the new beginning you know um He's going to drop the two songs, the video. Very excited to see um, what he's got for us. Yeah, he's got the art, uh, fully tweeted out the artwork for him. So one of them is a a song that we've heard through a lot of snippets, and it's featuring Vori, which is very interesting. And the other one's just a a regular Mike Stud uh, single. Um, I don't really know what the video is all about quite yet, obviously, but... Do you think it's just a music video, or do you to go along with the song or a previous song? I think it's going to be whatever they were using that doll for. Um, mm. 
it seems like that was the most recent project unless they're putting out something that they did uh that they did um previously but uh but that was the most recent thing that we saw them working on video wise so mm -hmm. um that's kind of what i'm i'm excited to see what the fuck they were doing with that yeah um, and what song is gonna like yeah, what song is gonna use to to that as a visual for mm -hmm. but um but yeah um are you are you disappointed in the fact that well i mean you kind of knew that the the, we still weren't going to get the album this month, but I know a lot of people on Twitter were chiming in like, really? I, I'm, I'm sick of this. Like, we're just getting two singles, not an album. Like, what's going on? Like, it's just like the, the scrutiny's still there. Yeah, so my perspective like as of this week, um, I think that that it's, like you're saying, kind of the same where at the end of the day, I want Mike to put it out when he's most comfortable with it because I know that's when we're going to get the best body of work. Right. So if he has 30 songs that he doesn't like, but they're ready in February, I don't want him putting those out. Not, mm -hmm. not to say they were even ready in February. You know what I mean? I'm just saying that if that was the case, I don't want him putting it out. I want him to wait as long as he wants until he really has a body of work that, that, um, that he loves. And the fact that he's not doing it to me just tells me that a something's going on mm -hmm. because we know his we, we can look at how he worked in the past and and just like we've speculated over over um <laughs> past few weeks that like something had to have happened you know because mm -hmm. this isn't this isn't mike uh this isn't mike's normal mo and i get that he's got a lot of things go on in life between um personal things business things i'm sure there's been a lot you know so so I'm sure there's a bunch of things that play into this, but at the end of the day, I always want him to be super happy with, because you know, like I'm a fan of his, I'm a fan, and we're gonna get into it a little deeper in, in a future topic that we're gonna talk about. But, um, but like I'm a fan of Mike, like Seander, you know, what I mean, like like he's Mike Studs is his persona, but like if you if you've ever spent 30 seconds with him, you quickly learn that like. He's a real fucking dude, you know, and yeah. and, and and that's the dude that I, I care about in person. Very savvy too. He's a he's a savvy businessman, and yeah. you know, and very um, meticulous about how it works. And, yes, yeah, and he's very yeah, and yeah. But and we talked to, we talked to Johnny about this in the interview too, and he put brought up a good point about how the industry can be kind. It, it's kind of a bitch sometimes in the way things you know don't always beats don't go. You know you have to pay for certain things, and they don't. That, that can be people that just go with the wind in the industry shit. Right. Like even the people that say, "All right, I'm with the industry and I love it all," they mm -hmm. have issues, and Mike is not even close to that person. He's mm. someone that's not even in the industry. You know mm. what I mean? He, for for the most part. Right. He has most creative ability, yeah. you know, say in what he does. But Yeah, but he's not even – He's he doesn't even have – he's not even waist deep. I mean, he's out there, but, like, I'm sure business-wise, um, he's not signed to a major label, you know. Mm. Like, so he – he's – and he's always very vocal about the fact that he doesn't like that culture – so like, like it's I can only imagine how him and the quote unquote are butting heads, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so yeah, like I was saying, it's just it's just I really want. We'll him. probably never know what actually happened, but 
I mean, the project's gonna the project's gonna come when it's gonna come. And I think, and I think it, the biggest thing is he's it's gonna speak for itself. Yeah. You know? Um. For sure. I mean, the new these newest snippets you've been putting out, man, straight fucking fire. Yeah. So my but my issue is, or my like my takeaway or what I have the the um where I have my axe to grind with him isn't necessarily with uh, with when he's releasing it or what he's releasing, right? But on a business platform, like you need to you need to you need to have ways that you're gonna you're gonna grow every single time. Okay. So so if you if you take if you are and like we're saying, he's late, you know, this should have been done already, or this mm-hmm. this was this was already spoken about and and it didn't come out on time. So mm-hmm. so he already kind of, you know, gave himself enough rope to to make people have a, a real argument, like you're saying, like, where mm-hmm. where is this album, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, with all of that building up, like we've spoken about, like, it's going to be very difficult, in my opinion, because not only is he, is he, and again, I'm talking about the non-me or the non-you, you know, mm-hmm. the, the not huge Mike Doug fan, the, the common one. Mm-hmm. What is he going to do to a regain that love or regain that vibe or well, whatever it is that those people uh, are lacking? Mm-hmm. And then B, how is he going to attract new followers on top of that? You know what I mean? Because your goal is to to branch out and become big. So right. the song album is just perfect for us Mike Stud fans, but I'm right. very interested to see what he's going to do with it. Right. Well, and that's the thing. It's like he's been building. He's keeps he keeps telling us that he's been building and working for two years. Obviously, he's been working on himself personally, but he's been working on they've been working as a team on this project and to make it one of the biggest things that they've ever done. So are we going to see, you know, are we seeing going to be seeing more content other than just I mean, ultimate. We all know the ultimate result is probably going to be the album and a tour, but. Uh, what is going to happen? My, 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 I'm curious what's going to happen in between Friday when he drops those first two singles in the video and when he drops the album, whatever that may be, because that's probably the end result. So what's going to happen in between? What is he like? What are the other stuff going on um, that he's going to be putting out until the album? You make a great point because that really is the question now that he's kind of put to the forefront because he's already said, you know, we're going to start releasing stuff and then releases something and doesn't, and then stops releasing it. And then he does it again. He really some, so you make a great point is that, is that, yeah, it's cool. You're going to drop something on Friday. And then obviously we all know an album's coming, mm-hmm. but like, I, I, just wish, I think he should just be, he like, like, I can already tell you though, like not sorry to keep cutting you off, but I can already tell you for a fact that, we're going to get these songs in the video this week and we're not going to hear from Mike for at least two more weeks. Cause he's going to want to see how those songs do streaming wise. Probably Drake's album comes out the weekend after there's no way he's putting out stuff then. And you know, Mike, he, he puts stuff out, especially a lot of stuff, a lot of content one weekend. You ain't going to hear from him for a while or are we, who knows? Yeah. Like, I just don't know. I just yeah, so. Because he keeps promising us this is this is the beginning and we're going this is going to be a summer. Well, the summer is almost halfway over, 
So you better start pumping shit out real quick here. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, and no, you make you make a valid point. It it you're you're hundred percent right. Um but uh but I think it's just it's just super interesting, you know, because if you look at how other artists do it, right? So take Mike out of the picture. Yeah. They release a single, they see how it does, same pops, right? Mm -hmm. Then they push the single, release a few more singles, and then they drop it out. But that artist does a lot of other things. They do Saturday Night Live. They do they do talk shows. They do YouTube. They do podcasts, right? Mm -hmm. But over the last, uh, or they do radio. Over the last three to five years of Mike's career, he's not one to do that. He creates he promo shit at all. No, yeah. he 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 creates his own content, mm -hmm. and then he he does it his own way. But that being said, is this going to be a project that he takes like like how I'm saying, where he's going to really like push the content or is it going to be that if it's that same Mike style where I've spoken about this in the past where Mike really relies on the drop, right? Mm -hmm. So like he rolls out his music and he teases it here and there, mm -hmm. but he doesn't really roll it out. You know what I mean? He doesn't do the post Malone, Justin Bieber rollout for his mm -hmm. album, right? He's like, here's a few singles. Here's a video. Here's a few more singles. Here's a video. My album's coming out on that day. Go get it. Well, let's let's look at the Drake picture. Whereas he he we all knew he or in what May the end of May that he was definitely dropping a project in June. We didn't know when. Then he because he put out the album cover on his Instagram, so we all knew what the album cover is. We don't even know what the album cover is with Mike's project yet. Uh -huh. And then we just found out last week with Drake that what when the project was actually dropping. So he, he waited a few weeks in between, didn't release any music other than obviously the, the push a T thing. Um, but like, just does Mike do it? Like, we don't even know what the album cover is yet. We don't, we don't even have, what worries me is we don't. I think to, I think to cut you off. Yeah. I think that in the back of your mind, yeah, you have the little Mike stud in you that says like, like, why not? You know? Like, why not just give out the the um, the album? You know what I mean? And you might be right. You know, that might be a good, but, like, it makes sense. You know, why not? Like, what is stopping Mike from tomorrow putting out the, the, the cover of his album? Because I don't think he knows when it's going to be. I, I don't even think he's done the thing yet. That's See, the problem. Yeah, I don't think I agree with that. I think it's, I think, I think right now Mike has a very good idea of what his cover of his album is going to be. Oh yeah, well yeah, maybe that. But I don't even think he knows when the project's gonna be like an announcement or released. You so know why not? Yeah, but why not just drop the drop the fuck no no caption, just drop mm -hmm. the picture. Right, exactly. At right. Least, or at the end of the video Friday, put something at the end there about it. Maybe or or once a week, drop one of those freestyle things. Just things to keep mm -hmm. like like the things to to grow his branding and and like that now. We we can look like complete idiots, and once he drops his album, he can have a full fucking rollout ready to do it. Right, but it's not how he's done it conventionally. It's my point is that is that he's not he doesn't do the time rollout. He does he he teases his he teases his music. He promotes the music. They mm -hmm. drops the album and he tours the album, 
and then he has his his uh, shouted out in this, that, and the third. Which he's been doing. He's been teasing a little snippets here and there, and he's, so he's been sticking to that method. Yeah, so that's conventional Mike stud tactics, you know, for lack of a better word. But I'm just interested, you know. I'm 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 hoping for fireworks. Yeah, and how is this project in between, like I said, Friday and whenever this project comes out? What is he? What is the big fireworks that they've been they've been working on? And and how are they going to pump their content at a consistent level between now and then? Um, that's going to be the ultimate question. It's going to be very interesting to see how it works, like the, how that works out. Yeah, for sure. I um, yeah, I completely. Agree. Does he go your the the conventional Mike Stud way, or does he go? Does he take a different route? Nope. Yeah, I completely agree. It's 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 just the it's just the strategy and and how and. I guess how not how serious because I know he takes his, his work serious, but how much he wants to grow his branding, right? Mm -hmm. So like you can only do so much. I know he's not a dumb dude, so he knows no. he can only do so much by himself. Um, and I know I think he knows that like now it's, what, it's time. Like this is this is the time he's got to start doing this now. Let me throw a little monkey wrench in the in the um, in the uh, in the equation. What if he signed a deal for this album, right? Because the other thing that I've noticed on on uh, social media is that a lot of people have an have an idea, and now tell me if I'm wrong here, but they think that there's something else coming, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we both know that there's an album, but like people on social media are under the impression that there's more than an album coming. I feel like. He's, well, I think that too, but what? Like, what yeah, else? Yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. We might we might not know what it is, but but people are are starting to almost expect something else too. You know? Well, because he's been talking about it, like, oh, we've been working two years for this whole thing. Yeah, we all know you have a thirty song album coming out, but what else is like? Obviously, the Johnny Manziel thing we already know about, but yeah. what? What's going on? You and know, it's not, and it's not me asking for, for for more from Mike. Oh no, no, I'm just wondering. Yeah, my no, my point is is that no, because it's all it's all shit that is realistic stuff that he definitely could be doing. Mm -hmm. My point is just like um, I hope that he's got all those affairs in order as well, and mm -hmm. it'd be very interesting if he did sign some sort of deal for this album, and that's kind of what is pushing it back, and maybe that's what he's going to tell everybody or. Or and they get mm. speculating or something else, you know. Maybe it's a yeah. TV series and they had to wait until they could do it, you know. Or, mm, that's or, a good point. But like, yeah. like I'm hoping that there's big business behind his album, right? I, for me, I understand. I want an album. I want Mike Stud music. Of course, that's what I want. You know what I mean? But of course, me too. <laughs> branding and as an entrepreneur and, and as someone who's going to grow his 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 brand. I'm just hoping that there's some sort of quote unquote big business. I think that's a good move thing. as well as the musical yeah, as with the music yeah. that he can do it with. Right. And, and even if it's, he's going to shoot Torrance boring again and it's going to be fucking insane, you know, mm. and, and it's going to be, they're doing 30 episodes for 30 shows. You know mm. what I mean? So like, like whatever it is, you know, like, I hope that there's some sort of like I keep saying bigger plan, yeah, you know, bigger plan behind it because just like you referenced to Drake, like he's always got that big business covered, you know. Yeah. You know he's he's like that's what he's so good at, and that's what I want to be so good at one day. 
is that my content will be one thing, but it'll be the business moves and the and the way that I operate the brand or things I do with the brand are going to be what makes it successful. You know, I tell people all the time, I don't think that I'm going to come out with the coolest looking t-shirt. Like people are going to like my branding because of what we do with it. The people that we associate with the people that are wearing our stuff, like not necessarily because that shit's cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and I want my shit to be cool. Don't get me wrong. And, and we're going to come out with the coolest stuff that, that we think that we possibly have. Um, and we have some great people that are working behind it, but it's just, it's just, what do we do? What else? What are we doing on a bigger picture? I'm just thinking for my, like myself, you know, like I just said, like, right. what am I doing? I'm making t-shirts. So am I, or I'm making clothing and t-shirts and hoodies. But what can you do bigger and better? Yeah, that's my content. So Mike's content is his music. So it's right. what you do around it that I, that's my biggest question is, is, is all right. So. You're late with the release, okay? But I prefaced before what I, how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. But what 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 do we do? Oh, I saw Foley. He teased a little something he's working on with Johnny's comeback season. Yep. Some so I think merch. There's something to do with the new all new merch coming out for sure. Probably all new types of stuff. That could be something that he he's uh, working on still too that we just don't know about. So, um. And I just, you, you did you see fully moved? Yeah, it's very exciting. I'm very uh, I'm very happy for him. It seems like he's in a spot that he's uh, that he likes a lot better, and and yeah. and it's it's super dope. You know, he um, he's been super quiet, uh, at least to me. And um, when I message him and um, and on social media in general, so and I know he's been busy with all that kind of stuff, but um, right. but. Um, yeah, it's a cool, cool little place he's got there to be able to create and and nice little vibe for sure. Oh, look, overlooking LA, right? So good for him. Um, but yeah, so obviously the merch is something they're working on. But I know we 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 could probably talk all night about this topic, and we've got a lot to look forward to, and I'm sure we'll have a whole summer of stuff to talk about with Mike Stud and and what is uh, about to happen. But exciting stuff, two new songs and a video coming out this Friday. And we kind of already hit on the Drake stuff, so look for his album next Friday, June 29th, dropping, and that's Scorpion. But uh, let's dive into some something else, which is a little more depressing. Um, one of the most well-known, probably biggest SoundCloud rappers out there um, just put out a platinum album this past year. Um, XXX got shot uh, in Miami yesterday and was pronounced dead almost immediately. Crazy times, man. Crazy, crazy times. And, and you know, um, people are so quick to make the assumption that, um, that he wasn't a good person. He made his mistakes and everything. But, like, it'd be one thing if he was someone that was continuing those actions, right? Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't have gotten to the famehood that he did if he was continuing those actions. Now, I again, I'm not the biggest X fan. Um, I love a lot of his music, but I don't, I don't follow him like a lot of his fans do. But um, what I definitely could say is I know that he's had quite a rough story and he's got a rough past. So people are jumping to that scapegoat, like you kind of get what you deserve. But uh, but no one deserves something like that, and, right. and especially someone who within the past um, 
three to five years of his life or three years of his life has really been on a different vibe, right? Mm. And it's one thing for him to say, you know, he's a visionary, he's this down the third, but unfortunately it takes him to pass away for people to open up a little bit about their relationships with someone. But just seeing the posts that some of these famous and not famous people have been posting, uh, fans, how much it meant to them, and, um, and, and like I said, these people that of his peers, the people he's worked with, of him just literally saying, like, I'm here for you. Call me whenever. Well, did you see that video he put up like two hours before, like on Instagram Live? He was like, I just want to know if anything happens to me or whatever that I hope I made an impact on at least a certain percentage of you guys. Um, he's like, I know I've, I've messed up in the past and done some shitty stuff, basically like done some shitty stuff, but I hope at least that I've, I've, my music or whatever has impacted some percent, some percentage of, of my fan, my fan base. So it was like, it, it, I bet like it was something like almost like he knew something was going to happen or something was going to go down, which was kind of weird. But, um, yeah, I mean, just, I mean, we, we all, we all make stupid, like we all make stupid mistakes, not saying, not condoning what he did was the right thing at all. Um, but it's what you do with those mistakes and how you turn your life around. And I'm not going to judge him for trying to become a better person. I think that's, I mean, that's the path that everyone should, should do. If you make a, if you do something terrible, which he did, was terrible but if he what he did to look to try to grow and, and try to i mean what musicians should be doing and, and big like big time um artists out there whatever the celebrities act um athletes is setting a good example and trying to make a positive impact on on whoever on whoever you can yeah. um and I, you know i think you just, hit, hit the nail on the head right there when you said um when, when you said that um, that he was doing a lot of what we believe that artists should be doing in the past year. You know, he really was was being out there open. That He was supposed to be in Japan on Saturday with Made in Tokyo. You know what I mean? So, right. so he was just getting ready to work again. He got off house arrest to, to go on tour and everything, and they just got him before he was able to go. Uh, I was telling my girlfriend, I'm like, imagine the amount of music and projects he probably had on deck. Like that, he just unreleased music that he had collaborated with other artists or whatever. Because that album he put out this year was probably his best piece of work I've ever noticed. Like I've ever listened to for sure. Yeah, and you know, um, the other thing that that's very interesting to me is the tweet from Kanye West. Did you see that? Mm, I did. I retweeted actually. Yeah. Yeah, that was super interesting to me because like that really hit home to me because I wish he would have told him. You know, mm. like if like if. Like for me, like one of and anybody who follows me on social media or anybody that knows me in person, like I love to let the people that um, inspire me know that they do, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that that a lot of people don't do. They like to they like to look at their friends who they think are cool, or they like to look at their favorite celebrities that they just think that they're you know too big to talk to or too big to reach out to, or 
or they're just all like followers, but it's okay to be a follower as long as you're like given that credit where it's due, you know, like right. there's been plenty of people that have inspired me over my life, but I've contacted them and I, and I know that anybody who really inspires me that they know that they do to me, you know, because I would hate for one day for, for, for someone to feel like that, that I look up to that they don't have anybody watching them or, or because it's not true, you know, right. and especially if you're someone of X's caliber where you're really pushing and grinding, like I'm sure Kanye's support hmm. would have really done some justice for him. I was honestly overwhelmed by the amount of like big time artists yesterday on Twitter, just going out and sending their, their respects, you know, like J Cole, big Sean, all these get Like everyone was, was uh, like, I didn't really think like, I knew like a little bit about X's past and um, he was getting, I know he was getting bigger and bigger with this last project he put out, but like, I just didn't I really know that like the people in the industry that supported him like yeah. that much, you know? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I didn't think that he had um, that much of an um, impact on others. And, I, and again, like I said, I really wish that uh, that's, I know that a lot of them were really close with him or they spoke to him often, but, if someone like Kanye West, I wish that they were able to have that conversation. Yeah. Speaking about, well, one of Kanye's top competitors uh, this month just dropped a surprise album out of the blue, him and his wife. Uh, that's Jay-Z and Beyonce dropped a collab album this past week. Pretty good, I have to say. A little summertime vibe, a little different kind of style. I've never really seen out of Jay-Z and, and Beyonce before doing some Migos type shit um, in one of their songs. Um, so I didn't, did you listen to the project at all? Not the whole thing, but I definitely heard Ape Shit. Yeah, Ape Shit. That's what I was talking about. It's fire, huh? Yeah, so yeah. the visual for it is absolutely unbelievable. Mm. Well, the music That's video, expected. yeah, they, they knocked it out of the park. Um, my question is, is why is... Unless it's a known fact that Jay-Z is writing her raps mm. or someone's writing her raps, mm. why is she not up there with some of the best rappers in a female um, regard? Seriously. Because I've never heard Beyonce like rap before like that. Well, <laughs> no, we haven't. And it's, and, it, and, and she's, and she's touched upon it in a few different types of, of tracks in her past where she got a little barry with it. And, and everyone fucking loves it, and and you, it's hard to find a, a Beyonce track where she does rap a little bit or has that rapping mentality mm -hmm. uh, that it's terrible. And it's almost like Rihanna, you know, mm -hmm. like Rihanna can spit with some of the best like rappers, in my opinion. There are some tracks that you can go back that Rihanna really starts to talk her shit, mm -hmm. and she literally like like why is it? You know what I mean? And that's what I felt like this album was all about for both of them. They were talking their shit. Getting, you know, really vocalizing some of the stuff that's been going on internally with them and whatnot. But yeah, man, phew, I've never, you're definitely on a Rihanna type wave for sure. Yeah, you know, just, just, and I would love to, uh, hey, I would love to hear a whole fucking Beyonce rap album. Oh, yeah. After that? Oh, yeah. 100%. I was never really a huge Beyonce fan up until this point. Yeah, I mean, I mean, She's just super talented, and, and again, right. Of I'm course, not, I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge Beyonce fan either. But, but I definitely respect her art, and, and she's great at, she's great at what she's done. Her career is unbelievable, and uh, 
And you're when you're working with a musical god, a genius, and Jay Z, I mean that kind of helps too. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure it helps, and I'm and that's why I asked. I'm wondering kind of how much does it help, but yeah. um, but. Do you think the timing? Oh, sorry. Continue. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, so I was just gonna finish from saying that. I'd be very interested to see a, uh, a an album from Beyonce where she's uh, where it's very hip hop um, driven. Mm. Um, Do you think it's the timing of this project is a little suspicious? The fact that Kanye's kind of been dominating this month. Uh, Drake's coming out at the end of the month, so I mean, Hove kind of had to drop a huge bomb on, on the whole on the whole summer at yeah, this point. Even even more so, um, and I'm not sure if you thought about this, but uh, with Nas's album, oh so, yeah, so he really he really dropped it when Nas's album dropped, you know, right, right, um, this so, past weekend, right, yeah. So, um, so I think that I think I 100 percent think that there's some sort of um, connection with the times that they release their uh, their music, especially. Because is, isn't Kanye and Jay-Z still kind of beefing a little bit? I don't – I'm not uh, necessarily a specialist in that regard, so I'm not sure. Um, but I but I will say that um, I know that Jay-Z and Beyonce don't get told what to do. Mm-hmm. So it, there's no way that someone told them that they have to drop their album on that day. Of course, yeah. So that's basically my point is that I'm under the impression that he was just like, "Fuck it, here we go. This is the perfect time. We've been waiting on this. Here yeah. we go." And and I, I don't. And I'm not saying it's necessarily an impulse like that. Mm. Maybe it's okay. I want to release an album over the summer, mm. and it just so happens that all this stuff has come out over the summer. But listen, I'm this gonna pick the, the weekend that it's fucking not, or or mm. I'm gonna pick that weekend because yes. I'm doing it in the summer anyway. So fuck it. You know what right. I mean? Right. I'm sure. I'm sure that Jay Z isn't saying okay. Kanye's releasing an album. Drake's releasing an album. I need to release an album. I don't think that's happening. I know, but it's just a little suspicious. It all happens at yeah. this, you know, in the same month. It's yeah. it's like Kanye was getting all the the, the 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 hype right now, and then now it's the focus is obviously on Jay Z. But come next week, I'm sure Drake will be the the talk of the summer. So I think, it, I think that next week it'll be it'll be checkmate. Yeah. For sure. Uh, but, I mean, Jay-Z, not only is he dropping bombs with Beyonce in the music industry, but he was just hired yesterday as the creative director for Puma, which just happened to sign um, DeAndre Ayton, who is probably going to be the number one pick two nights from now, uh, Marvin Bagley, another probably top two, top three pick, and another pro- top prospect. So he's making moves everywhere right now. Yeah, like I'm saying, the big business aspect of his career is always on point. That's what Jay Z is known for, you know. Mm. He he was a he his music is better. His music is better when his business is better. Mm. And I agree. And, I agree. And when he's when he's doing big time business, whether it's slanging fucking drugs, or whether, <laughs> or whether it's making moves with the Nets, when he can rap about his big business. And when he has those things going, Jay-Z is cooking, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I think I think that, that when when he's uh when he's making those big time moves, that's when when Jay-Z's in his the best. Bed. Yep. Um, all right, so let's wrap it up with uh, our favorite segment. What are you listening to this week? Do you want to start or do you want me to start? I can start. I got a couple things in my mind. Um, 
And then I'm not going to get into the fact that I've been listening to a lot of X's music, um, obviously. I think everyone has. Because, um, but mine's pretty quick because I've listened basically for the past week nothing but that Juice World album um, and Trippy Red, honestly. So Trippy Red, Into Deep, um, I don't know if I mentioned it on an earlier podcast, but that I listen to every week. That, that's like one of my favorite songs right now um but yeah uh lean with me on um on the juice world album to me is just I like that song such a good song yeah. um the other one too i forget what it's called um i i, I totally uh, i think i have it wait is it dreams no um this is ter- terrible radio oh no uh I don't know. Oh, all girls are the same. Yeah. So, if so, those two, and Lucid Dreams, third, that whole album I've loved. Um, the song Smash by X, I felt like that one hasn't really been um, out in the forefront too much of what he's been putting out when it's on an album with Moonlight and Sad on it. But uh, the song Smash with PMB Rock, I'll just mention that one quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Like I've been listening to a lot of, like I said, Trippy Red and that album. I've and Juice World coming out with another album in about two weeks time. Is it really? Wow. Yeah. So like, so he said he's like, I'm just gonna be putting stuff out, and that when an artist is telling me that, and I like their music even a little bit, that's exciting to me. It kind of sucks because, like, the freshman XXL list just came out, and he's kind of he's missing. He just missed like the cutoff, basically. So he's just getting big now. You know what I mean? Um, I that means anything, anyway. But <laughs> what do you mean? I I think that I think it, that freshman list is both a bunch of joke. Yeah, yeah. I think that that shit's just gotta they gotta run that out. I don't know. I don't know who. Like sometimes I don't know. I just wonder how things just stay popping like that. You know, like hmm. like who is really like what music fan is that? What authentic hip-hop fans like i need the xx left <laughs> like that is something that this culture needs yeah, like, that, like who is saying that right no one's saying that no and i don't really care exist. yeah i don't you'll see like juice world for example these guys will just pop out of nowhere whenever and it's like make a better list right make it or make it bigger list. <laughs> make a list right like, here's the credentials you got fucking album sales, you got mm-hmm. social media following, and then you got a board of people that just, just rate your influence. Mm-hmm. And here's the fucking list. And there's 50 names on the list, and it changes every week. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand. <clears throat> there's just no money to be made in making that list, and, and, and it's hard to get people to to depend on your list. I mean, maybe not. If you, if you, really, you really just would have to poll the people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and and do it super authentically but uh yeah it's interesting especially because no one reads magazines anymore <laughs> yeah, I mean, make it a fucking instagram page make it yeah. all digital it doesn't even have to be something you know just make it's here's the top people like i'm surprised world star hasn't done this like someone who's a big platform already bigger where, than, where yeah. they make a where they make a list and this is the fucking list you know like like we've heard from this guy this guy have a fucking i don't know Sounds like a business idea for me. <laughs> but I just would need to team up with 
someone that's big in the music world to do this. But right. but it's just that has that that following that listen to to your list because that's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I just the fucking XXL list, man. It's just too much for me. But yeah. what what have you been listening to? Um, so this is the first one of the first singles off of the new Jeremiah Ty, uh, Ty Dolla Sign project that's supposed to come out at some point this summer. It's called The Light. Um, pretty good R&B joint for sure. Cool. Got a little summer vibe to it. Um, our boy that we had on last week, I've been raw, I've been cranking a lot of his tunes like Trap Pat, Company, Spell are probably my top three. Um, mm-hmm. um, definitely give shout out Patrick Knight. Definitely give him a listen. Um, and, and listen to the last podcast, episode 21. Um, the song Belly and The Weekend just dropped, What You Want. I thought that was fire. Um, obviously, the fucking uh, 2 Chains Drake Quavo song, Bigger Than You. Yep. Um, that that definitely one of the hottest singles of the summer, for sure, by far. Um, and I also, I think 2 Chains dropped like an, uh, an EP, too, last week. Uh, a little, like, four songs, five songs, and I like the song Land of the Freaks off of that. Um, and I guess the last one... No. Um, well, obviously the Jay-Z and Beyonce album. Uh, Ape Shit, Friends, Summer. And the last one for me was uh, Kyrie Irving dropped this new song off of uh, his the upcoming movie, Uncle Drew, um, the soundtrack. It's called Ridiculous with uh, Lunch Money Lewis. So check that out. Kyrie he d- did a pretty good, a pretty good job. He's got a little uh, singing part in there. So uh, check um, that out. So yeah, I think that's good, man. I want to uh, again at the end of the podcast thank Johnny. Um, that was awesome. So yeah. um, so that was really cool. Hopefully, hopefully we'll have him on again. Yep. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I think that's enough for this week, man. All right, sounds good. Next time never been my thing. So next time ain't gonna be with me. I'm on sunset, cooking in the lab 4 a.m. Got my girl at the crib for playing, and I'm cruising down the motherfucking boulevard. You should cut the album and that shit feel like a rookie car I should sign that shit and I go out on a weekend Swimming in all these shallow thoughts from the deep end That's why I'm tweaking Pull it up at Jack Daniels Washing with my sadness For the money and the fame and the antics Man, goddamn, so pour me some Jack Daniels, yeah, yeah, a Jack Daniels, last man standing For the money and the fame and the antics For the pain, they don't really see the damage, yeah Just me and my boy Jack Daniels, yeah I do it for my mama back at home I'm doing everything I can, yes she knows Yes you know. Feel like I got nowhere to go, nowhere to, go. nowhere to hide, no one's inside, the reasons why I don't know. 
now no So pull it up at Jack Daniels Wash away my sad For the money and the fame and the antics Man, goddamn yeah. So pour me some Jack Daniels Yeah, yeah, at Jack Daniels Last man stand For the money and the fame and the antics For the pain, they don't really see the Fame, I don't want it Let's hit a day on the moon That Mary Jane, marijuana, when I wanna So I got me a girl, I love a lot more And she's the only one I can stop for The game driving me away like a cop car I miss you, but I think I miss myself more